Welcome to the Thousand and One Critical Days podcast. I'm Andrea Ledson, and ensuring that every baby gets the best start for life has been my passion for over 20 years. This podcast will feature parents, politicians, practitioners, and academics who've been part of the Early Years Healthy Development Review. In each episode, we'll be exploring every aspect of the early years and discussing how we can make sure every baby gets the best start for life. In today's podcast, I'm talking to Agnes from Best Beginnings and Yasmin, who had gorgeous baby Arthur during lockdown. So Agnes, will you um, just first of all, Tell us a little bit about Baby Buddy and how you got involved with the Early Years Healthy Development Review. Sure. So Baby Buddy and, and Best Beginnings. So Best Beginnings is a national charity that exists to reduce inequalities within the early years. And we do this through a number of different ways. And one of those ways is through our Baby Buddy app. Um, I feel like it's more than an app and I hate kind of reducing it to just that word because it does so, so many things and it means so much to so many parents around, around the UK. Um, you know, we've got real, you know, informed videos and information and insight that really helps to empower parents. Um, and I'd just like to add as well, it, it's an app that is NHS approved. So all of the information and all of the insight that's, that's gone, gone into um, all of the information that the parents are getting is backed up by, by the professionals. So Yasmin, when um, Arthur arrived, well, perhaps before Arthur arrived, can you can you just tell us when, when did you decide, you know, that you needed to turn to virtual services, and how much have you missed face to face services? What was the experience like for you? So for myself, um, it was very difficult in that um, my partner wasn't able to attend appointments with me. A lot of my appointments were over the telephone and there wasn't that face-to-face -face interaction I think other first-time parents would have had um, given the unique situation that we were um, going through a pandemic and I think with um, my particular situation it was very unique in that I had um, a high-risk pregnancy and so I did have more scans and so there was a lot more information that needed to be communicated and remembered and at times it was very emotional and not having that support there was very difficult. The great thing about having Baby Buddy, for example, was that I was actually able to make notes and um, actually be in the right headspace to actually communicate information to consultants or to the midwives about um, any issues that I was having, um, actually being able to have the app recommend or suggest questions I ought to ask, I found most helpful um, because I was in that situation um, alone, unfortunately. Um, and it was difficult to not be able to share, you know, those key moments, informations, milestones with my partner and, um, we actually decided to have a private scan so that he could actually um, be a part of that journey and be a part of that experience. Otherwise, he never would have seen our son. He never would have you know, heard Arthur's heartbeat for the first time, which is just priceless. Yeah, I mean, it has been such a difficult time, I think, particularly for dads. And we've heard from other parents where the, the other partner was unable to attend critical moments. 
And, you know, I think obviously most parents, I'm sure you would say, Yasmin, that you do want face-to-face -face services, but um, a part of the 1001 Critical Days vision is going to be to create a much better set of digital support for families who, who need that. But before we come on to that, um, can you just tell us how did your partner feel, Arthur's, Arthur's other parent? You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's as fundamental as that, isn't it? Do you think that dads have been left out? I definitely feel that Richard really struggled um, not being able to be a part of the appointments, um, particularly because we didn't have, as a we're both first-time parents, there was no comparison to is this the norm? Is this how things ought to be? Um, what he ought to be doing or not doing, feeling, feeling included really. Um, and it meant that I think the journey felt for me as a parent, very, very um, lonely at times um, and just very isolated. And it wasn't until Arthur actually arrived, Richard felt more included and involved. And even then um, he was only able to attend so actually, it's actually taking taking a bit um, back before that I was actually induced, and even whilst I was induced, I had to stay in the hospital all by myself. I wasn't able to have Richard by my side even in the hospital, and um, he was only allowed to attend until my labour actually progressed to what they describe as active labour when I moved to delivery room. And so, once again, I was isolated and alone and it was only until he was actually able to be in the hospital to be able to meet the midwives and nurses and doctors and actually feel like he was involved in that experience I said he felt he actually said he felt like he became a father or was or was, or was becoming a father um, and even then when we had Arthur and I had to stay in the hospital um, for a bit longer than other mums again just due to a few complications um Richard could only attend um between certain hours during visiting hours so he used to say I'm a part-time dad um because he couldn't be with us and particularly at a time where you know if you've had a delivery if anyone knows anything about having a delivery you're just exhausted you're tired um just not having that support there and as amazing as the staff were in the hospital nothing beats having you know your person, which I call Richard, my, my person, you know, that person who's your advocate and your support there with you. I mean, Agnes, do you think, was that um, through the Baby Buddy app? I know it's it's a lot more than just an app. I know for a lot of parents, you were um, really quite a lifeline for them. Would you say that, were you able to, in some ways, through that virtual delivery of support, were you able to make up for face-to-face? -face? I would hardly think it possible but but how did you how did you manage i think something that we always say is baby buddy is never instead of it's always to be a part of and to work alongside um so in in that respect you know, we can't ever replace face to face and that face to face contact that yasmin has been speaking about but what we are doing at the moment we're so we're we're launching um baby buddy 2.0 and within that baby buddy we have a specific father's pathway um, that is focused on the needs of, of, of dads. Um, you know, describing you know, a separate content pathway 
catered to because it's, it's a whole completely um, different experience and we're actually in the process of also gaining funding so that we can also include you know other types of, of parents whether you're from you know, the lgbtq community or even if you're a grandparent and, and so forth but you're there and you're supporting there's also a, a, another added piece of information i think oftentimes in our desire to focus so much on mum um we forget about all the different players that come into play yeah, that, that sounds great. I mean, as, as you know, the, the Thousand and One Critical Days vision includes um, really three action areas that should improve the um, experience of parents. Um, three action areas that really put the baby at the centre of the whole focus. So the first one is a joined up Start for Life offer which at a very minimum should include midwifery, health visiting, breastfeeding support and mental health support, and then a universal plus offer that will be much broader to include everything from um, specific physical problems to debt counselling to even transport or housing or um, drug and alcohol misuse reduction schemes and so on. And so that, that I feel, um, as the chair of the review, is really at the heart of this is to give every single family that joined up Start for Life offer, which gets them off on a good footing. And so that very specifically, they know where to find that. And so perhaps turning to you first, Yasmin, did, do you feel you got that? I mean, obviously the huge challenges of lockdown made that very difficult, but do you feel that was there? I do agree. I do think um, more support ought to be given um, However, I think the support that I received, for example, when struggling with breastfeeding, I actively sought out that information um, and actively tried to call the National um, Helpline for Breastfeeding to try and resolve the situation, reached out to my doctors, um, reached out to the health visitors um, just to see how that particular situation could be resolved. I think more can be done. And I think, um, you know, we, we are on the 1001 Critical Days um, review, we are absolutely determined to get that joined up support for families, both physical and virtual. I think Baby Buddy has been such an interesting insight for us into how in lockdown it's been a lifeline for so many parents. But at the same time, there is no doubt whatsoever that families want that face-to-face -face support too and so you know one of our key action areas is family hubs where from conception all the way through till 19 age 19 you should be able to go to the family hub open access universally available so you can drop in have a coffee catch up with a health visitor seek advice you know, um, take in an older child if you've got concerns about them or need advice about them. So I think the family hub policy is going to be very, very important, but certainly talking to both of you, um, having those family hub networks as both physical and virtual will be, I think, perhaps the legacy of COVID is that, uh, you know, quite often the convenience of virtual support can be very, very great. I would like to turn to another question, and that is, um, the parent and carer panel. So one of the actions of the um, Thousand and One Days is that we want to see every local area 
build its own parent and carer panel. So if you like TripAdvisor, so you as the parent could be, if you were willing and able, invited to join a local parent and carer panel in your area to provide feedback. And obviously the requirement is that you're either a, a soon to be or a recently become parent. And what I'd really like to ask you perhaps first, Agnes, is whether you think at the moment we hear enough from each of dads, LGBT community, uh, Black Asian and minority ethnic communities. I mean, you and I talked about this in phase one, and I know that you are concerned that we don't hear those voices enough, but I'd love to ask you whether you think that a parent and carer panel concept could be a way of addressing that problem. And if you like, providing feedback to the local services on what's gone well and what's gone badly and where they should tweak things or even profoundly reform things. And I think it's really important. And I think it's important for a number of, of, of different ways. Number one, having those local parent and carer panels means that you're if it's community led, that's how I interpret that. You know, it will, you're going to have parents from that community leading on that. So the themes, the ideas, the voices, you know, the, the look and feel of that will come from the parents. I think that is so important and um, that it's, it's grassroots and, it, and it's led by. And I think that can definitely help to, um, I don't want to say to reduce, but to, to help to bring the voices of parents from all different backgrounds. Um, and also, I, what I would hope is to see as well is a lens on when we're talking about fathers and we're talking about, you know, co-parents and, and so forth. Yasmin, I know that you are on the Baby Buddies' own parent and carer panel, and I just wonder, what's your kind of bird's eye view? So for myself, um, I found the um, experience really, really positive. I actually came across it as I was looking for... Um, a new, career path, or a new career path and volunteering opportunities. And I applied to be part of the Baby Bodies um, Roundtable events um, and how best begins can be um, the app be used in Surrey. And it was really, really positive. I like the fact that there was a diverse range of voices, a diverse range of speakers, um, nationalities. Um, it was just wonderful to actually hear things from a range of perspectives and um, actually come together as a collective and try and see how best we can implement and support parents um, in Surrey. We've said that the parent and carer panel will almost like TripAdvisor, you know, this county's fantastic, this one's terrible, do you know what I mean? So that, so that parents who are perhaps thinking, well, I might move to wherever, um, can actually look at the feedback from other parents on what was good and what was not so good. And what, what do you think about that? I think for me, I would be keen to um, offer my input just because I'm in a situation whereby in um, a couple of months time, I'm gonna be looking into nurseries, for example, for Arthur, and actually being able to have that recommendation. I'm not from, I, I moved to, um, Surrey a few months ago and so to actually have other parents actually share their experiences um, what's there to do what works and um, you know what's great for children of certain ages um, what their children really enjoy and um, what the doctor's surgeries are like or 
um, what facilities and services are available um, that are out there, like in that area, I think is fantastic. Um, I'd just like to finish up with both of you. Thanks so much for your time. This has been so interesting. Um, just by asking each of you, if there was one thing you'd like to see, um, you know, one success factor um, that would change, what would it be for you, Agnes? I think it's, it, it's really what you've been talking about, more joined up. Uh, is that, that joining up of, of services. I think oftentimes at the moment, parents can often feel on their own and you're, you're kind of, you know, on Google and then you're over here and there and you're trying to find out all this different information. And, and really, if you had that kind of joined up of services to be able to actually know, okay, this is where I can turn to and be signposted, that would help to make a lot of parents' lives a lot more easier. I think something, if there's a way to actually integrate services and so it's almost like a one-stop shop for everything and so you know particularly as a new parent you're so consumed by your new little one and um just so overwhelmed by it all to know that there is a place and a space that you can turn to that can provide um a range of services and support i think is um important and significant <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode please be sure to subscribe through the link and wherever you usually listen to your podcasts and if you'd like to get involved perhaps in a future episode or to share your thoughts please reach out to me through my website andrealedsom.com